0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monticelli, the host of this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Over the years, after having interviewed so many people on so many different topics, I realized that what interested my audience wasn't really the individual topics per se, but was how it impacted them, how it touched their soul. So I'll invite you all to lay back, put your feet up, and if you like what you hear, leave a review, five-star review. I'd appreciate that. So just enjoy your listening. Today I have with me a guest, Isabel Maxwell, talking to us from Texas. Isabel, say hello to our audience.
1: Hello, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Who is she? This is going to be an interesting conversation because um, Isabeau is one of the leading spiritual coaches in intuitive development. So intuition is a key word here. Isabeau brings deep channeled knowledge and personal understanding to the field of spirituality. She's helped people connect to their authentic, authentic natural intuitive abilities for over 15 years now. Isabeau is also the founder of of the award-winning intuitive development course called the SAGE method. And now that word SAGE is in capital letters. So we're going to lead with that, Isabel. Um, she's the author of the best-selling book called Cracking Down Adventures of a Reluctant Medium. And I wonder why the reluctance is there. And she's also the creator of the popular online community, the SAGE circle. So, well, welcome. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, uh, the thing that struck me the most here was the, you know, giving it a, a name, you gave it a name, Sage. Why was Sage chosen as a name? Does it stand for anything?
1: It does. It stands for spirituality, alignment, growth, and empowerment. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really important to put those components in there yeah. because a lot of times we can get lost in this concept that intuition is just reading cards or getting messages
0: mm-hmm.
1: when there's a lot deeper components to intuition, yeah, sure. which is all of those, yeah. you know, aligning yourself, uh, getting alignment within yourself and really feeling empowered in your own path so that's a big mm-hmm. part of the whole yeah. program well, i wanted to um, make
0: sure those pieces didn't get lost of course now when i introduced you we talked about 15 years and 15 years is, is quite you know uh, uh quite a good amount of time but that it is relatively recent you know in mm-hmm. in a universal time so what brought you to that
1: it was a really interesting transformation and i will say one that I didn't really step into voluntarily. Oh, (laughs) so it
0: was born of a negative experience or a very important emotional experience. How did that? A very,
1: I love that. A very important emotional experience that was also a little frightening. Uh um, And it was a direction I would have never predicted that I would have gone. So I was 32 and up until that point, absolute complete skeptic. I was a math major in college. I worked in in, you know, businesses and all that. It, 1 plus 1 had to equal 2. I was very logical and I was very skeptical. And I didn't have spirituality or religion in my life. So I wasn't like skeptic trying to prove it's wrong, yeah. but I just there was no room in my life or mm-hmm. my my plan. So right. I love we have a plan. Yeah. Right. Of course, I, plan I know. Yeah. We all and it have did plans. Bit. And all uh, never I was work. 32. Exactly. my grandmother uh, passed away. We were uh-huh. a couple of thousand miles apart at the time. And uh, shortly after passing, my husband took the kids to the grocery store to get some, you know, chocolate and wine. Yep. Good job. Good choice. Yeah. And uh, I was standing in the living room trying to figure out what do I do? Do I fall apart or do I make flight plans, right? I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do next because she was like my mom to me. And she, uh, in a flash showed up in front of me Hmm. and it was, uh, It was, it was frightening. I want to say it was loving because it was, Yeah. but at the time, the only concepts up in this skull of mine were
0: the The horror movies and And the numbers. Yeah. You have numbers and the numbers. And I'm like, this
1: isn't real. So she was about 70% solid and, and directly Mm. in front of me,
0: which I think
1: made a bigger impact.
0: Yeah. Because we've all seen something out of the corner of our eye, right? Of course, out of the corner of our eyes, right? But when you're looking at it, staring at it straight on, head on is different. And, (laughs) and, you know, just to make you feel uh, better, I would say 90% of the people who have these visions do get frightened. Yeah, it is a frightening experience because you know, it's there and you can't, who do I tell? Did did, did you see that? Do you see that? You know? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah.
1: But that was my first reaction too. Who do I, I, I'm not going to tell
0: anybody this. Yeah. Right. This means I'm, I'm imbalanced. This is not okay. (laughs) It's not real. So, But then there's a jump from there to starting your own business. What Mm -hmm. happened in the meantime to be very uh,
1: direct? Yeah. I was so stricken with grief. Yeah. I did not want this to be the reality that she was no longer in my life. I see
0: see. that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That I, when she showed up in my living room, she was there for maybe two seconds, but long Uh enough to turn, look at, cause she was standing sideways, which was odd. She turned, looked at me, winked and smiled and disappeared. And now I look back on that going, you cheeky little lady. I know exactly what you were doing. Yeah, I know. But the grief was so strong that I had no choice emotionally, but to try to determine if that was um, grief creating this in front of me, this, this image, or if that was really her. So I I wanted to take that next step to give it the chance that it might be because I didn't want to lose her. And the very next morning, I didn't tell my husband when he came home. Yeah. The very next morning he woke up and casually says, I had a dream about your grandmother last night. It was super realistic. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, wow." And and then he started to describe what she was wearing mm-hmm. and described exactly what she was wearing when mm-hmm. she showed up the day before. And I thought, "Okay, I'm on board. Let's let's figure That's, out if yeah. this is coincidence, yeah, or if this was real." And it took me a few months to really allow myself to really, really trust. And then
0: once I did, then everything else started to open up. Yeah. I was listening to you and it it was very similar in my case, except, and it was my grandmother always. And she did come, uh, just like you said, she was sideways. But the odd thing was, I saw her before ever having met her. She was in Italy. We had, my dad has immigrated to the United States. So I was a young girl in the United States. And I saw this figure, and after having met her when I was 13, this was when I was about six or seven, when I was 13, we went to Italy for the first time, I met her, and I thought, my God, that's her, that was her, she was going across, right, she walked right past me, you know, and and she looked for a second, and then continued walking, you know, and it's interesting that, of course, you were 32, I was six, so I, ah, okay, okay, just let me write a poem or something. I'll take a couple of notes. So everybody gets there in some way, but you get there in a very uh, structured way in the sense that you came up with this sage method system group. So of course, from the conversation with your husband and his dream Mm -hmm. to today, a whole lot of water has gone under that bridge. Yeah. Um, what did you start? How did you start working? I mean, did you, in my case, I started uh, picking up my parents' cards and I was, you know, started reading and uh, uh, channeling and mediumship and all of that. And so it was different, but you're blowing, not blowing it up. You have created a, a method. Okay. A method. Mm -hmm. Now the method is to help people become more intuitive okay now why did you what what moved you to do that apart from what happened and your grandmother but was it the notion that other people should learn this before they get shocked with a vision or what was the (laughs) intention behind that well, fast forward a
1: few months in, I finally have an open channel of communication with her. It wasn't strong. Ah. It took me a while ah. to get it. Right. So a few yep.
0: months, that's only mm-hmm. a few months. Yeah. That's interesting. I had that
1: first moment with her Yeah, and then, and then I went to a local Tai Chi instructor because uh-huh. I had no one in my circles and I said, Hey, can you help me? And he did. Oh, and he helped me step into yes and no intuition, you know, yes. ask yes, yes, ask no. Yes. Yes. And so I started to communicate with her, but I didn't see her again for months. And then I started uh-huh. to see her again. And I started to really be able to step into that. Mm-hmm. Shortly after that, I met what I now know is my first spiritual guide. Uh-huh. And that was just another figure in the in-between. And I, and this was, I was fumbling my way through this. Yeah. And he actually worked with me for almost two years, okay. helping me to do different things. And I remember he would ask me to do these really, odd things like balance this part of your life or look at this part. And I was like, I'm just supposed to be opening up my intuition here, you know, but yeah. I followed his instruction within two years. I was working as a professional intuitive because I had opened up
0: my intuitive channel so okay. much. Now, when did, how did he impulse you? Did he present as a figure with a certain shape? Did he use a certain method, sound, uh, smell, noise, music, to impulse you, so you knew that you were there. What was the sentience part of it? Was it clear something or other that you know made you, uh, come into contact? I love that question. I was
1: uh, at a friend's house, and they're on about three or four acres of land, so it's a big parcel. The houses mm-hmm. are pretty spread out, and he was in woods. And I was walking down to the driveway. And I first, I felt a pull to my right. Uh I felt like I absolutely had to turn and look into the woods, which was strange. I've been there so many times. What's right. Why would I do that? Right. I felt this just need to do it. And then for me, with my intuition, the first thing that I got was vision. So I Uh, could see things first. Yes. Yes. In a couple of years, I could start to hear things because I kept working Uh on it. But I he it was very interesting, and I've run into so many people that have it, you're related to this. Yes, it looked like yeah. a heat signature. You know when you look at a paved road and it's really yeah. hot, you can see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, the, the little,
0: yeah, yeah, and it's kind of raising up the
1: road. Mm-hmm. He looked like that, except it went up and into a human form. Oh, so there was this odd transparent, like heat signature in the shape of kind of a a general human form
0: uh-huh. right
1: and i'm like is that uh, is that an illusion like what's going on and i went over and sat with him and i heard i i heard he was one of the first um beings for me to be able to hear uh-huh. and i heard him say come back next thursday ah and i was really taken aback by that yeah in the same and- place or same place uh-huh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i was such a newbie i didn't understand that there's no time and space. So in my (laughs) mind, I'm like, well, he's located right there. I have to visit him. And so for months, same same
0: channel, (laughs) same time
1: for months, uh, you know, um, I went out for years. Well, for months I went to visit him there. Yeah. Uh, months in, I was leaving our regularly scheduled visits where I would go, I would journal, he would Mm -hmm. teach me things, and then I would uh, leave, and there was one day I left, and I went. Dri- I was driving down the driveway to, to go home, yeah. and he showed up in the middle of the road. And I went, "Wait a minute, what? How?" <laughs> He's like, yeah. "There's no time and space. We yeah. need to talk about that." Yeah. And I was like, yeah. "Oh, okay." I had such a big learning curve, yeah. That by the time I became a professional, mm-hmm. it was my guide that said, "I need you to take everything that we've done." Yeah. And I need you to package it up and I need you to bring it to others. That's okay. the birth of the Sage okay. method.
0: All right. Now, when you say, um, uh, uh, he, he, he sort of gave you a pace. Okay. So mm-hmm. he sort of, uh, outlined your course of action, let's say, right. Um, mm-hmm. And so you can pack it up for others. And so you, you say, you thought, all right, I'm, I'm interpreting your words now, right? You're, yeah. it, it was as if you had a calling and that was the calling you were called to do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm, that's fine. That's, that's usually how it happens. And there are many more guides than simply one usually, but, um, there's a kink in the road or a chink or whatever you call it in the road. Sometimes, you know, when you're doing your things and all of a sudden, something's not right. Something's not working or boy, I thought I was doing that. Right. Did that, um, did that experience happen to you along the way? Over, over and over again. Ah, give over, us an example. Y- over If you and don't over mind again. sharing that.
1: No, I don't mind at all. I had so much growing to do. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea Mm -hmm. how much growth I had to experience. So when you're in your day-to-day life and you have your personal programming from your childhood and the patterns that you've got, I wasn't even aware of that concept, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was in the grind. I was doing the work, waking up every day. Here's my idea of success. Here's material objects around me. And it it was a lot. And the one that was the most difficult was getting over what other people thought of me. That was very difficult. That was a
0: that one, that one took a long time to get past. Hmm. That's interesting. That's something that never even bothered me. I mean, well, (laughs) my, my husband kept, you know, is whispering to the kids. She's at it again you know, <laughs> I would I would roll on the floor. She's at it again. You know, they were thinking I was crazy. And um, yeah. then the, the thing that I want to um, understand is because you, the idea was to package it and to give it to others, but you here have a free course. Is that right? Mm-hmm. If I read that correctly? Yeah, there's a handful
1: of tools. So the course it's the SAGE method itself is seven weeks. It's an intensive
0: experience. Yeah, it's a a big experience. And what what happens? I mean, people come and they sign up for the course. Mm -hmm. Is it a do it yourself or one to one or a group? How does that work? You can walk through it at your own pace. Oh, so it's online. And the way, yeah, the way we have it
1: set up is once you have the course, you always have it. So okay. if you need to go in there, and it's kind of like your own built-in mini library that you have. Okay. And uh-huh. so it, the sage,
0: the, sage is again spirit. Say the meaning there again. Spirituality.
1: Yeah. Alignment. Yeah. Growth and empowerment. Okay. And okay. that's literally what people walk through, through. in the course. Mm-hmm. So the first, the first section of the course is about that personal programming. Who are you as your spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Because many of us, I listen to what you, that's the big what you're problem. saying about, you know, your husband saying, oh, she's at it again. And that actually warms my heart because I didn't get to experience that truth in me, that, that goofy, fun, free spirit in myself until my thirties, right? Yeah. And before that, it was, this is how you behave. This is what you look like. This is what you drive, you know, and I was really in that rigid environment. So the freedom of that is huge. And then the second part of the Sage Method course is understanding how all of this works. Okay. You know, a lot of people work very well when they understand how the engine works. Do you know what I mean? Okay.
0: So, so I'm seeing here that you offer intuitive development along with an online spiritual community. So there is the community mm-hmm. that people yep. can interact with, and yeah. um, there is talk here there of um, I'm look, I'm reading, you know, I'm saying there is talk yeah. here. This is information that Isabel has written to me. The free course, cor- the free course is called "The Top Five Intuitive Tools." Right? Yes. And that there's. I will write this in the description of the episode and and um, the video here. Um. So that is it. Uh, they can try this free course yes. and get an that, idea. Yeah, that course is
1: that I picked out the top five tools that I believe everyone should mm-hmm. have. Could even you if you're like I'm not ready to jump sneak into this. Peek? I'm, a sneak you know, peek? just want to do this. What about a it's sneak what? peek? A sneak peek of those tools. Can you tell us what they uh, are? Can I tell you my two favorite? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I would like more. <laughs> no, I know. Tell us two about. Yeah. One of them talks about, you know, how the left brain works and, um, you know, what we can do to calm that left brain so it doesn't get in the way of the right brain okay. in mm-hmm. processing. Mm-hmm. One of the tools is about guide communication one of the tools is about the block communication with a guide or guides. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Communication with your guides. Uh, a third tool is, um, talking about, uh, setting aside the block of your own personal sort of skepticism and how to step into your structure. Uh And the last two are my favorites. There's one called defocus. And Uh I find that that's really powerful because When people get that concept, it opens a lot of doors. What do you mean by
0: defocus? What do you mean by that?
1: Yeah. You know how we mentioned earlier about seeing something out of the corner of your eye? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, the way that this entire existence is created, you have molecules. The molecules make up the solid of the world, right? Mm -hmm. The space in between those molecules, because molecules never touch and they're within the space, you know, in between. It's in that space that we're looking for intuitive messages, connections with guides, because they're not in the material realm. So, mm-hmm. when you allow your physical eyes to relax and mm-hmm. let go of focusing on the material world, mm-hmm. that's when your mind starts to focus on the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. So, that's just doing that, just relaxing your gaze. Mm-hmm helps people dramatically when it comes Mm -hmm. to accessing their intuition. And then the last one is uh, GCP, which is a ground clear protect spiritual practice to acknowledge your energetic body, uh, take care of it, keep
0: it balanced. And that brings a ton of clarity as well. Okay. So I'll be putting this in the description. Another thing I'd like to, of course, before we go this, the book, Uh, the cracking open intuitive develop and wait cracking open adventures the adventures of a reluctant medium now why reluctant and medium of course medium means that you are a go-between for let's say a client who wants to know or speak or communicate with a person or soul that's passed. That's that's what you're talking of. Reluctant medium in that sense. So explain, explain, please. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I so let's
1: go back to the beginning when I'm now talking to my grandmother. Uh She's given me so much proof that I'm finally on board. I'm like, this is real. I've got my grandma. I've got a direct line. This is the best thing that's ever happened. Right. Then I'm in the grocery store. Yeah. And I'm in an aisle. There's three people. I turn to get some something off the shelf and I turn back and there's six and three of which are transparent. Mm. I panicked. (laughs) I panicked. I'm still new to this. I thought it was just her. And I physically ran out of the grocery store, got into my car, turn and look. And this cheeky little wonderful woman, that's my grandmother sitting in the passenger (laughs) seat. And I said to her, what was that? And her response was, well, what did you think was going to happen? And I was like, I I (laughs) thought I was just going to talk to you, you and me, that's it for the rest of my life. And she said, no, honey, it's not going to work like that. And I was like, okay. So I had to get over my fear of the unknown. I had to get over my fear of losing my personal space security. And I had to get over the fear of telling people you know yes. this is what i do yes, and i sure. had a lifetime with so much
0: stigma around it you I know, know. I mean? yeah um so. well this is it's interesting i mean it is so so interesting that it just makes everything you've done before that fade away and you know yep. it it just seems so so important compared to just the trivial you know when am i going to meet a man or how do i pay my bills or what oh, you know yeah. that it's just the life is stuff.
1: magnificent now. Yeah. I love my life. I mean, I, really? I just, I, you could not pay me enough or do enough to ask me to go back
0: to the way it was. Oh, oh God. Uh, no, <laughs> mm. I'm thinking out loud. No. No, please mm-mm. don't take me there. I'm going to die. <laughs> if I, <Nope>. <laughs> I will be all set. I will exit stage left. Absolutely yes. not. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So we're, we're in the book. All right. We're in the book. Mm-hmm. A Reluctant medium. Why reluctant? I, I was I... reluctant
1: because, um, I had to deal with my own judgment on the path.
0: Okay. And, so uh, let's so say the that is, the book is, yeah. is sort of, a compendium of what you're teaching in your course in a way. In a way, the book is a memoir. So it's the first two years of Uh, me opening
1: up. So it's written in a very fun story like format, but it's, I'm very honest and very real in that book of what I felt um, in in all moments and what I experienced in the first two years and how it unfolded. And I Mm -hmm. wanted to write it, because I found person after person after person relating to me. Yeah. And I thought I need something out there that people can read and say, okay, I'm not alone.
0: Okay. Okay, good, good. Uh, do we have another book in the making? <laughs> I've been, <laughs> been asked
1: that for like 11 years and I'm, I'm on it. I'm totally on okay, it. I'm okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, any minute now. Any minute now, <laughs> I'll have the second one written. Okay. Well, this has been such a breath of fresh air. Um, And I will point my listeners and audience to these links so they can also benefit from a taste and then perhaps go on to a full course, should they wish, and and perhaps see what you're writing in your memoir, which is always such a... Well, you know, we have um, in Italian, we have an expression um, that says something that translates something like... um, a hidden secret, you know, a secret tucked away in a closet for the future? Do you have something there that might be coming out for the future? Tell me a little bit about, more about that meaning. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm Today I'm a psychic, right? But I've always wanted to be XXX. So in, in that closet, I have this sort of dream still tucked away and I'm not ready yet, but maybe I'll get there. And then I will become that, you know, do you have an idea? I don't know, maybe uh, something. Well, like you said, my life is perfect. I love everything about it, Um, but it's not over. So you may have an idea of what you would like to be doing maybe differently, maybe more in the future. Do you have this? Is there somewhere uh, hidden in that drawer?
1: I now that you explain it more, I uh-huh. my, it hits right to my heart. I get yeah. it. I totally understand this. Yes, it's it's um, all I want mm-hmm. is to stand next to people, hold their hand while they thrive, while they grow, expand, and thrive. Like that's I want to lift up. Yeah, I want to say to people who were told. It's not possible, you don't have possibilities. Yes, yes, I want yes. to be
0: there to say Oh, it's that's possible great. you yes, have possibilities. That's great. That's great. And it's a challenge. It's a real challenge, especially when you have um people really want they, you know, on the surface, they're saying, Yes, I want to, oh, I need to, I need to, I know, but there's no clue as to how to go about that because they don't have a guide that they saw, you know, right in front of them, or they want it but they are missing some emotional step they haven't gone through experiences that will allow them to declutter their life at the time and they're still thinking of why am i not getting a job and why shouldn't i be doing this and why shouldn't i you know so they're overwhelmed with the, the superficial qualities of what we're dealing with and we all i mean that's natural that's natural. We all do have to pay bills some sooner or later. And so, but, but it's um, it's, how can I say when I was um, young, I used to think to myself, well, you know, money is like nails, you cut your nails and they just seem to grow back. That's how, that's my experience. And, and so I thought to myself, is that a privileged experience or am I concentrating on other things that, that those will take care of themselves. You know, those things, those menial uh, problems will just take care of themselves. And um, the experience that someone like you or myself have, and you can clarify this for me, is that at times I, I fully understand that I'm out there, you know, compared to someone else. I'm, I'm way out there and I have to take time and space to do the things that I do. And, 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 people who want to, you know, knock on my mind and talk to me. I, I can't do that now. Give me another hour or two, you know, so, so I understand that in many ways we're out there, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, when you, what brings you with your feet grounded is that what you were just saying, holding someone's hand and getting you being part of their development, their spiritual development and growth. That makes you sore. It just makes you sore. It makes my heart
1: sore. It is. That was the birth of the sage circle, which is the spiritual online community membership. Mm -hmm. And that exploded. We have, we have members all over the globe now, and it's a safe place. Mm -hmm. All are accepted unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Everyone meets everyone where they're at. You know what I mean? And I didn't have that when I opened up, I didn't have that when I started my life transformation. So that's my platform to be able to do it. And Mm -hmm. I relate to you because yeah, a lot of people are knocking on the door saying, I want a little bit of time. And it's like, my time is focused in on that circle. Yeah. And on the students that are going through the courses, because that's where my heart
0: is. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I
1: mean? That's where it is. And I am a big uh, advocate for saying, if I can do this, if this stubborn, thick headed, yeah. Okay. Non-spiritual human being can go from where
0: I was to where I am today. So can you. Okay, we mentioned the word medium. you mentioned it in your title The reluctant medium do you do you work with people getting them into contact and giving them uh, messages from the spirits they wish to contact? Is that part of your work? I
1: I did for many years, yeah, but now the the there's so many in the community and there's so many students that I need to focus my time on that. Uh, over the years, I have now taught certified sage practitioners and they go mm-hmm. through a year of training with me. Mm-hmm. And now they're going out into the world and they're doing mm-hmm. the, that uh, psychic readings and mediumship readings and intuitive work in their own um industries and ways. Interesting. And yeah. so I've kind of stepped into teaching others to do what I did so that they can go out and help other people.
0: Right. Good. Thank you so much for this complete service that you're you're offering everyone. It's fantastic. <laughs> isabel it's fantastic um really really fantastic and i'm so glad that our paths have crossed i hope you can come back um maybe when that second book is coming up maybe i would love to sure well you would remember me and write to me and then uh, we'll make it happen thank you so much isabel and i do hope we come again we have this opportunity to do it again another
1: thank you so
0: much you're welcome bye bye